team, uh, just briefly introduce yourself, uh, your name, where you work, what type of work you do, size of the team, that type of thing. Cool. Uh, our business, Deluxe Blinds, uh, we service commercial, residential, aged care, um, schools, that sort of area. We do indoor and outdoor uh, shading solutions, uh, light control, insulation, that sort of thing, all around your windows or, or outdoor um, patios. We've been going for about six years now. Um, a new business, a new industry for myself and Sarah getting into, so that's always exciting learning the whole ins and outs of that. But uh, we've got four people in our team, including us too, so it's only a small group, um, but uh, enjoying it. Yep, and whereabouts are you based, everyone else? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Happy days, okay. Eastern Victoria. suburbs. Eastern suburbs. Good stuff. So what was life like before you joined the Millen Jolla Trading? What were you looking to improve in the business and life? Oh, oh. this one. Um, yeah, we, we sort of just felt stuck. The business was, we'd got it to a certain point and we just felt everywhere we turned, we couldn't get it to that next level. Um, we looked at different business coaches and sort of didn't find the right fit um, and just, yeah, kept coming back to feeling stuck um, and then, yeah, we joined the Profitable Trading. From my side, obviously when we created it, I was sort of probably more hands-on than Sarah as well and, you know, we built it up from nothing obviously so that you're doing it all yourself, you know, installing, quoting, the whole works, everything mm -hmm. else there and it got to a point where we got some really good customer base obviously heavily, heavily residential, so they're, they're coming and going quickly, but it just it, it grew organically, but really busy. So everything was stuck in my head and I'd, I'd try and do it all. I'd be working the whole time. Quickly realised we couldn't do everything, so I got rid of the installing side and we got people in to do that, which was great. Sarah got more inside the business as well and started taking on a lot more of that admin, but it was, I, I think for myself, it's not so much I had control, I didn't want to let it go, it was just, ah, oh, see, I'll just do it. Just easier, I'll do it. I won't spend 10 minutes, 20 minutes telling you what to do. Um, I'll just do it myself. So that always confused everyone and, and probably I just stuffed everything up, really. So um, <laughs> You'd forget to order products. Yeah, we forget <laughs> that a lot. Um, you know, just too busy in that sort of area. So it was, um, yeah, so that's where, yeah, we just couldn't seem to get to that next level. So why, what's going on and what's the challenges? So. How did life feel with that? Um, chaotic. Yeah, very chaotic. Very chaotic. Just yeah. every day waking up and it's just bang, bang, you know, we've got three kids too, so throw that in the mix. That doesn't... Uh, oh, yeah. It's always chaotic there as well. So then you throw work in where it's chaotic too. So it was always just... just um, putting out spot fires all the time. Yeah, very reactive. Yeah, um, very similar reactive. Similar to the, the last fella there, you know, it was the customer ring and I'm very customer focused, which I think you have to be in some ways, but then there's also that balance and it'll be like, yeah, cool, I'll be out there. Yeah, I'm coming now. You're there? Yeah, let's go, let's sort it out. Or if we had an issue from a past customer, It'll be, yeah, quick, get the guys out there straight away. You know, it's like, no, hang on, it can, it can wait a couple of minutes, you know. And that was, yeah. I think Sarah probably really changed my mindset on that. Yeah, good woman yeah. to yeah. do that, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there's um, a bit going on there and oh, processes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, for well, sure. Okay, yeah. so um, what have been the biggest changes that you've made working through this, this process? Probably the first one was definitely the systems and the processes. Um, someone asked me about it today. We're still implementing them, but everything was in my head, all the admin side and the ops side was all in Josh's head. So actually writing them down and realising how much we do um, and having it all just, nothing was written. There was no, 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 no process to follow. So yeah, really implementing all the, all the systems and processes. The other big thing that we did too was uh, our head installer, we moved into an operations manager role. So. Um, which took a lot of pressure off myself having to control that side of the business as well. Um, but again, it was just getting that process and those systems written down so he understood it. So it's, you know, that training and all those sorts of things too. We had to spend a lot of time with that. Um, but that's been a huge shift, you know. 
The other massive shift, I think, is um, looking at our numbers. So, you know, I thought I knew the numbers. I'd look at the profit and loss month and the balance sheet, and I know it all, I know it all. But when it really came down to it, it, it I didn't, you know, because it was, uh, it was, you could always see what was spending out. We saw it coming in, and then everything started to sort of change a little bit. And then eventually, I'm like, hang on, there's, there's something going on here. We need to really delve into there's it. And that's wrong, really yeah. the help with um, Jeff and a few of the others around the crew. Um, we realised that you know we'd increased a lot of our overheads, but hadn't increased all our pricing. And we also wanted to shift our customer base from that lower end to the higher end anyway. So um, back costing, all those sorts of things come into it, and then we just started increasing our GP across the board, and you know, and our service you know, install rates and all that sort of thing. And you know, it's through the roof just this month. We um, just looking at it quickly the other day, you know, we're at a 59% GP with a, a net profit of about 36. So. Um, you know, that's, that's a huge increase from where we were. So, you know, we've had a big month this month, next month might not be the same, but, um, but that wouldn't happen by putting in those little charges, you know, we, we put in a consumables charge now, and we do these little things, just tweaked it, and it's just really increased it. And, you know, again, like the other fellow saying, we couldn't cut our overheads because they were needed, but we had to tweak a few things there too. So that was a, a massive change for us, and it's, it's starting to, to pay off now as well. Um, yep. Yeah. And I had no idea about the financial side. I never really looked at it. Um, that was his job. And then, yeah, since joining PT, I understand it a lot better now. And we can have, you know, good conversations about where the business is at, whereas before it just went over my head completely. That's yeah. awesome. You talked about the systems and the processes. So can you just explain for all of us what, what systems and processes you really worked on yep. and changed? That would be lovely to know. So, um, to start with, just an admin manual. We didn't even have an admin manual. So if I was sick or something happened to one of us, the, we wouldn't even know, what, no one would know what to do. Um, so we implemented that. We got our ops manager to start writing up the operations manual, um, which is a huge job because we, God, how many products do we sell? 15, 20. So yeah, just trying to write out how to install every single product. So he's still working on that. It's still a work in progress. Um, Josh started writing up, I think you finished the sales manual. Close. <laughs> Getting on his back about that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah accounts. So we've, we've written up the accounts process, which we didn't have. Um, and then recently I started doing the marketing plan, which I've just finished. And again, our marketing was very ad hoc. It was, oh, I'll, I'll throw some Google ads out. I'll do an email campaign. It's quiet. But now I've got a full process of every month of, of the year and what, we, what we're doing. The other thing just to add with those, the systems and processes too, it was also connecting them together. So that when we, we, we won a job and then how that handed over and yeah. processed into the operations manager. So, you know, we use a, a software management system called ServiceMate, probably a few of you out there know it, um, you know, creating, just creating queues. So now that it's like, yeah, we won the job, it goes to a certain queue, the operations manager picks it up and you know, talks to admin to make sure deposits are being paid and then it goes into you know, check measure ordering, those sorts of things. So yeah, it, was, it wasn't even just so much as, well, this is admin. It's like, well, how does admin work to sales and how does sales work yeah. to operations and how does operations work to, to the install? So it's just trying to piece all those bits and pieces So we together. can't forget to order the blinds anymore. Yeah. How good is that? How often for everyone here is it all good in this area but it, it changes over and it falls through the cracks? I mean, that happens yeah. a lot, right? It's a real pain in the ass, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it was happening stuff. a lot, so yeah, yeah it's um, much more efficient. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Depends which side of the fence. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'm always the one that gets in trouble, so that's why I'm like, it wasn't oh, that mate. bad. <laughs> Just don't be a troublemaker, you'll be fine. No, exactly. Um, 
the, the marketing side of it, I'd love to just dig into that a little bit. So uh, what have you put together? Like is it a calendar with what you'll do when? Or, or yep, yep. so I've got a calendar, um, um, 12-month calendar for email marketing. Yep. Um, I've got a 12-month calendar for Lumpy Mail. Um, the, I've taken over the social media as well, so I've got a 12-month calendar and I've broken that down to weekly. Um, and then based on also what's happening, you know, if it's spring, we'll do, I'll do something based on spring. If it's um, grand final for AFL, which in Melbourne's huge, I'll do a post on that. Um, Google Ads is pretty much outsourced, but I still sort of, you know, we give them ideas and that sort of thing. So pretty much I've got about 11 different ways of marketing that is all itemised in, in a calendar. That's so good. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's juicy. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, let's talk about results. So what, what have been the, the results of the changes that you've made for, you know, first the business, I think you've alluded to some of them, but we can, we can go through those, uh, and uh, for you and, and for your families. Uh, well, quickly on, on a revenue side of thing, we had a, a revenue goal that we wanted to hit this financial year just gone, um, and we did. We smashed it by about 60,000, 70,000, so we were really excited about that. Um, I think we can even clean that up a lot more and you know there's some stuff ups even still in that so we can probably improve that a lot more and obviously hit our next goal from there on so that that's the biggest thing i can see from there you know the other bigger thing for us uh, is the operations manager really taking that control of that so that's been the biggest thing from a, a, a work perspective personally sarah you can answer that um joining this program it's been amazing just the amount of learning that um i've done in the last six months i've realized that i love learning again um, and implementing the changes. Um, yeah, it's like at first it felt very overwhelming um, at times, which Lisa would know when we were feeling that. Um, but then just, you know, talking to the coaches and then going through to the next process and, and just doing the best you can. At t sometimes you just gotta go, look, I'm doing the best I can. And yeah, but definitely learning everything through, through this. Yeah, uh, I'd love to know if you're uh, one of the Onnies as well, maybe you can just give us a fist bump or if you're in the room, just put your hand up. Uh, if you have at times felt overwhelmed by everything that you could do with your business or you could change. Yeah, massive, yeah. right? I mean, I feel like that as well, so uh, we're in good company. So you talked about it a little bit. What, what do you think has helped you not get overwhelmed, both in terms of what you've done and how you've utilised uh, the program and, and the resources in the program to do that? I think with us it was a matter of, you know, we're both trying to do it. So yeah. I was like, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that quickly, you know, do this, you do this, do that, do that. And then you've, obviously you've got your, your life, your family, your work and everything else aspect with it. And I think we are both trying to double up at times and we, we weren't really sure on what track we, we needed to do first. Um, and then I, I, it came back to just go, Sarah's clearly from what we, probably what you hear today, she's far more organised than I am. Um, so I just said, look, you take control of it and you just tell me what I need to do. So then she's Which I do well, is, so. Yeah. <laughs> so she's mapped out it basically, this is what we need to do each step, each month, each cycle, what we need to do at, and this is what you need to learn and this is what you need to implement through where we're at and what, what different things that need to be done. So yeah. I think, yeah, if, you, if you've got one central person controlling PT, and then just you know, delegating it out to where it needs to be, that'll really work. I think if you've got two or three or five different people trying to do it all at once, it gets a bit overwhelming because no one knows where they're at. Yeah. So you use the six week planning process for that? Yep. Okay, that's good to know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and just obviously, you know, you've, you've got the direction now, you know where your business is heading, whereas we did, but we didn't have the plan to get there. It was sort of like, that's where we want to go, but we didn't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. and team, this is, uh, you know, what we find is that when going gets tough, when you're in a program like this, the biggest challenge is actually clarity. It's like being clear on what you should be doing. Uh, and uh, that's why we have the planning process every six weeks. 
And I know sometimes it can feel a bit like, oh, well, I've sort of been through it, I kind of know what it is. But that's not the point. Planning is something you do consistently, and you need a plan consistently. Otherwise, you don't know where the hell you're heading. Yeah. Uh, so I can just encourage you, uh, you know, obviously you'll be here for the plan uh, this, this time. But when we do them each six weeks, it's absolutely critical you get along because that's like a touch point to actually get back on track. Yeah, And definitely. even if your plan's not perfect, it doesn't matter. It's better than no plan. Like George Patton, I think, said, uh, was a, a good plan is better, a good plan violently executed is better than a perfect plan next week. Uh, so, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's definitely us. We have a plan, but it's certainly not done perfectly. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we try and tick all the boxes yeah. and go along to get where we, where we want to get to. For sure. So um, let's talk mindset. What are the mindset shifts that you've made through this process? Um, for myself, is obviously just uh, spending the time with people to let them know how to do things within our business. So instead of just going, I'll do it myself, it's quicker, I'll, I'll actually teach uh, them how to do it. So that's obviously a really big mind shift and a shift there too. A shift for me recently as well is, you know, we, our next sort of evolution is to, to put on a salesperson that can take over a lot of that lower end. Um, so that's another mind shift for me that I can actually just step on it and, and um, what did my operations manager say to me the other day? You just need a helicopter around and just sort of touch in and, and you know, make sure everyone's all right. So that's, and I said, that goal, mate, that's exactly what I want to do. I think it was a underhand backhand of just keep out of everything. <laughs> Sod off, Just yeah. fuck it over the night. You, you just stay over there and just you know, make sure everyone's right, then that'll be cool. So, um, but so that, yeah, my mind shift actually sort of get out of that day today, if you want to call that, and just sort of be there to, to help us grow because we have got some big plans of where we want to take the business. So it's, um, if I can have more headspace on that, so my, 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 that's where yeah. my shift's sort of been. And, yeah. Mine would probably be um, just having more of a growth mindset. I've, I find that, you know, in your mind you're like, oh, no, we'll never be able to achieve that or won't be able to do that. Um, and just having that growth mindset of, well, yeah, we can do it. We can achieve whatever we want. Um, which Josh already has that. He's got that really well. And he always says to me, I've got to work on it. But, you know, trusting the process and just, yeah, knowing that it can be done. And yeah. I think it's amazing. And uh, one of the reasons we do this and, you know, talk with hot seats and case studies is actually seeing what other people are doing because that, for me, as a business owner, if I can see someone else doing something, I'm like, well, what the fuck can't I do it as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. So that's, that's, that's really powerful. So yeah. that's fantastic. I love your work. Um, would you be open to a couple of questions? Yeah. Good, thanks. Of course. Ah. <laughs> um, hey, you guys clearly work really well as a couple, um, bounce off uh, each other pretty well, um, but what, what steps have you put in place so that this job or this industry doesn't become all-consuming and you get stuck talking about it at 1am? Um, there is times where both of us sort of say, hey, that's enough, I must admit. Um, we try not to over-talk about it over dinner, you know, obviously with the kids and, yeah. you know, it stays, we generally talk about football. Um, my kids are mad on football, so we generally talk about that. But yeah, we sort of have that parameter to go, look, when we're at work, let's sort of leave it there. There is times that we have to cross over it. But I think the biggest thing through this, um, but also prior to this, we also always said, look, this is your role, this is my role. You know, try not to sort of step over it. And when we need to, we obviously just discuss what needs to be done. But, um, you know, we've been looking to go into business. You know, I've had other businesses in the past that Sarah wasn't involved with. And, and you yeah, we always wanted to do this. And, yeah, it's just worked really well so far. But, yeah, it's just making sure you stay in your lane. And I know exactly where I am. And I just let her tell me what I can doing. add to that. I'm the boss at home. He's the boss at work. <laughs> Works well. Well done. Like it. Uh, how many people did you have working um, when you're main installer turned operations manager? Um, and did this affect the amount of work that was being completed um, significantly? And did you struggle to let go and let him get into that role? That's um, three questions, but we'll do it. <laughs> well, I'll, 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 I'll,
still the same amount of people. We had basically he was on the tools a lot working and, and making sure our other installer was okay. We got the other installer to a point where we were happy how he was and he could go out and do a lot of the jobs by himself. So when we still need a two up, then, then our operations manager will go out there. But it is increased, well, it's reduced the amount of um, stuff ups, I think, getting him in place because he does a lot of the, obviously, the check measuring, the ordering and things like that. I can then just focus on making sure we're still selling and, and, and increasing the business. Um, so it's, it's generated a lot more work getting done and getting done efficiently. That's cool. And it sounds like you're probably a little bit like me. Some of the details are more difficult for you to stay on top of than the selling and the big picture and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah so they actually do a better job. Friends. Yeah. Which is like, who the fuck knew? Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing even? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Lee. Hey, guys. Um, what would you say is the most valuable process or procedure that you've put in place so far? For me, 100%, the sales to operations. So that you can basically just go, look, there's, you know, once the job is won, I don't have anything to do with it. It's all yours. So that's the greatest thing, and I know that it just gets done. Obviously, you've got to check in every now and then to make sure um, you know, he's right and things are in control and Sarah's got deposit and things like that, but it's, it, that, that's the biggest one for yeah. me, for sure. For me to be um, the marketing plan, we, we need a lot of leads every week because um, with window furnishings, it's generally just a one-off sale. Um, so definitely having the marketing plan and just getting that constant lead generation. Great question. Good answers. Uh, Megan? You're getting me. Um, well done, guys. You're killing it. If you could give us the top three things other than the learnings you've spoken about from the profitable tradie, whether it be a system or a webinar or something, what would they be? Well, for me, back costing, 100% would be definitely one I would be implementing straight away. Um, probably marketing for Sarah, I'd say, getting that marketing yeah. plan. I mean, we've yeah. already talked about that. Um, I think the other, the, the big, big, big one for me is confidence. Um, you know, you, you, I think everyone sort of thinks you've got some sort of confidence, but when it really comes down to it, how much have you got? Um, you know, to make those big steps when you're maybe not sure if you're quite there yet and, you know, put on this person, go and spend an extra 25000 on a on rent to, to increase your business in your area. So for me, just having all these bits and pieces you can get on a website, look at it, pick up a phone, you know, with, with PT to go, yeah. just do this, this, this and this, and that'll give you the confidence to, to, to make that next step. I'll add one more. Um, just to trust the process, like we've implemented all these changes and it's so easy for Josh, as he does it more than me, to slip back into old habits and then I'll sort of pull him up and go, you're doing that again. And then you're like, oh, that's why, you know. So to trust the process and try and follow it as best you can. Don't change the script. Yep. Don't change the script. <laughs> Great question. Thank you. Jack Jealous. Hey guys, crazy to see what you're doing. Um, my question is, so you were talking about the manuals that you guys are writing out, um, obviously when new staff members are filling in roles. Um, have you guys ever used or ever considered doing videos uh, as tutorials instead of manual, um, sorry, written manuals before? Do you see the advantages in that? Yep. Yeah, yep. So we've got Loom, a lot of people in here as well. So we're doing that for, the, for a lot of the admin. Um, what we would, you know, what I would like to do over the coming uh, years is obviously have installer manuals, uh, you know, video ones, so we can get people in, do extra training and things like that. Especially if we get a new product on, um, but yeah, time consuming. And, and fortunately, the people that we do employ have quite a lot of experience in that installing side of things, so it's not always necessary. But 
as we get bigger and, and our trade is now turning into one that you can actually get an apprenticeship as an installer, never has been before and it's still probably five years till it's, till it's right, but you know, like a lot of you out here, you, you know, we'll eventually have apprentices, so you know, having that sort of training side of it and, and videos we'll definitely um, have more of in our bank. Yeah, great question, thanks Jack. Uh, awesome, uh, great work team, I love your work and um, what a great team as well. So good. Thank you. Thank you. All right, some love. Cheers. Thanks, Three, guys. two, one. Thank you.